0: Hi, and welcome to Life Chain Secrets. This is part three of a three-part series about writing a book. So if you've listened to all three parts, and if you haven't, I would advise you to go back and listen to them because it's going to give you a little bit more perspective on you know, what we talked about and everything that we talk about in this episode is probably going to make a little bit more sense, especially when we talk about publishing, which is kind of the last step, right? So in the first part, what we talked about was I tried to give you some insight on what it's going to actually mean to write a book and tried to get you to think about and really be conscious of why you wanted to do this in the first place. And the reason that I asked you that question, if you can remember, if you listen to that episode, is because not to discourage you from writing a book, but rather to think about how you can use that same content that you have in your mind right now that you want to put on paper, maybe even in a more productive and fruitful way. In episode number two, we talked about the actual steps of writing the book. And I took you through my method from A to Z. And like they say, there's always more than one way to get to Rome. In this third episode of three in this series, we're going to talk about publishing. So how are you going to get your book out there so that people can see it and that they'll want to buy it? Okay? That's what we're going to talk about in this episode of Life Chain Secrets are you ready for a change and to finally do something about that feeling inside of you that says you have a different calling in life to finally go after that dream or dust off that project you've been thinking of creating but still haven't done anything about yet do you need some support direction or motivational words from someone who has been there and who understands you well if so you've come to the right place This podcast is a place to find inspiration for those who want to take control and change their lives for the better. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. Here's your host, Tony. Hi, I'm really excited to tackle this argument about publishing with you because it's going to help you to see some things that maybe you never even thought of before when you think about writing your book. It's not like it used to be anymore. You're years and years ago, decades ago, when the only way for you to publish your book was to get a pr- traditional publisher. You know, you see on the movies where, back in the old days, where there was an author writing a book, he might have gotten a book advance, and um, he had a certain amount of time to get the book done, and he was under pressure, or she was under pressure. You know, it's not like that anymore. I mean, it's that avenue of publishing still exists. Of course, it does but it's definitely not the only way that you can get your book published. Because if it were, there would be a whole lot of books out here in the world today that would have never ever gotten published. And so, because you know you have to meet certain criteria from the publishing houses. And uh, think back to what I said in the first episode about that the majority of the books that you see in bookstores don't even get sold. The average lifetime of a book today is between two and three thousand copies in its whole lifetime and if you take that and think about what a traditional publisher is going to pay you like i was saying he's going to pay you like five percent for your first book unless you're like dan brown or somebody like that but if you're not you're only going to get paid peanuts for your book and so like we you know we did some calculations and you're not even going to make you're going to make just over two thousand dollars if you have three thousand books at like 75 cents this, which is what you're going to get paid. You know what I mean? And you have to do all the promotion and everything. So, the question is that's why I wanted to tackle that in the first episode and ask you really, you know, what's your goal with regard to writing a book? Because if you really want to get your word out there and if you want to make money, you might want to think about a different avenue. Okay. And that doesn't, that's not to say that your book isn't, you know, the best idea or you shouldn't publish traditionally. It's just, I just want to give you, in this episode, I want to give you some some more things to think about. So let's start with traditional publishing. So I already gave you a little bit of insight already about what that's going to mean. Some of the traditional publishing houses would be, you know, there's so many of them, you just have to look them up. As a matter of fact, the goal of this episode is not to, to give you all the answers, it's to give you some food for thought so that you can start doing some of your own research and, you know, trying to dig into it a little bit more to see exactly which avenue is the best one for you. So, you know, some traditional publishing houses that you might find on the internet would be like uh, Simon & Schuster, HarperCollins, McGraw-Hill, Random House, Penguin. You know, those are some of the big names in publishing. And like I said, you know, you're going to have to, you know, learn how to make a proposal because there's so much competition and you're going to have to set yourself apart. You're going to have to follow a certain standard or criteria. I used to do some acting and... If you don't format your resume in the right way or if your headshot doesn't meet certain standards, they won't even look at it. They're just going to throw it in the trash. And it's very similar in the publishing industry. If you don't write that letter, that proposal letter and give them all the information that they're looking for, they're not going to bother by calling you and trying to, you know, ask you questions and stuff like that unless you have something that's really and truly spectacular, and which might be in your eyes but for them, you know, it might be just run of the mill. So you want to make sure that you, you know, look that information up, see what the publishing house is looking for, you know, what kind of information they need, how they want it presented, and make sure you follow those steps to a T, okay? And so that's traditional publishing. And like I said, many traditional publishers will have you sign a long-term contract, which means you don't have any more rights to that book. They have all the rights and they will pay you a small commission for whatever sold. And so the other thing, too, to remember, like I said before, is you're going to have to take on the burden of actually promoting the book. You're going to have to spend your money, your time, your effort, your resources to publish book. Now, the advantage to having a book published, if, if, and this is a big if, if it gets out into the bookstores, the, the advantage to that is that you're going to be distributed nationally or maybe even internationally, okay, But think about it because you're going to be the one who's going to have to promote it, all right? So that's traditional publishing. Then there's self-publishing. There are companies that you can go to and find on the internet that will publish the book for you. They will print it for you. They'll edit it for you. They'll publish it for you. But they also take a very hefty commission. And so you're going to be left with less than 50%. Just to give you a couple examples of self-publishing companies that you'll find on the internet, Apple Books, for example, Lulu, Book Baby, Kobe, Smashwords. You can look all those up and just to see, you know, the kinds of services that they offer, what their pricing is like, and so on and so forth. That could be some helpful resource for you to do, okay? And they will also tell you that we'll get your book in bookstores, but, and I've done this, I did this like 10, 15 years ago with one of my first books in the acting industry. It's called Acting Career Startup. And what I discovered was that after I had already signed the contract with them, they have packages that they will sell you and that will say that they'll promote it. But here's the other thing. If the bookstores don't like your book, they're not going to put it in their bookstores. If they don't think it's going to sell, they're not going to buy it. They might have it in their computer and that says that if someone comes in and asks for it, they can order it, but it won't be in the store itself. So that means that most likely the only person who's going to ask for the book is someone who already knows about it. And there we go back again to the promotional aspect. So the more people who know about it through your promotion, the more people ask for it, the more likely it is that they're going to put it in stock in the bookstore because they're saying, you know what, it's more trouble for us to order the book than it is just to have it here in stock. And so that's why this whole idea of, Traditional publishing and self-publishing with these companies because see that's how they make their money. There's going to be numerous times that the book is going to be edited. It's going to be back and forth. They're going to make it make changes, corrections based on your indications, and you're going to get it back on a on a PDF watermark with their logo on it. So, which means you it's not even going to be yours, and they're not going to give it to you on a blank PDF because they want to have as much control as possible. So, you know what I mean. So, just be careful if you go to a self-publishing company, be careful, do your research, be careful what you sign up for, because you don't want to get locked into something of your valuable work that you put all your heart and soul into, and then you don't even have control over it anymore, or you're finding yourself with all these extra fees, they'll say, yeah, we'll promote it for you, yeah, we'll get it distributed for you, yeah, but every time they say something like that, you have to keep forking out more money, you know? And they'll tell you all these nice stories about, you know, how many people will probably buy it and where we're going to get it distributed. Just be careful. okay? be careful of of what you hear and what you listen to. okay? then there is Amazon. Now, a lot of people go from the misconception that if you just have your book on Amazon, you're going to sell a lot of copies. That is not true. I have a friend of mine who published a book not too long ago, and that's what he thought. He sold, I think, 10 or 11 copies to his mom, his brothers, his sister, his cousins, his wife. You know what I mean? That's it. So you have to look at it like, you know, Amazon is a bookstore, and it's a great platform to be on, but there's a whole lot of other things that go along with it other than just putting the book on there, you know? So you have to position it. There's some work to do. And um, like I said, at any rate, you're still going to have to promote it. So there's no such thing as a book that just catches on fire. I'm not gonna say there's no such thing. I'll say that it happens very rarely. It's probably like um, playing the lottery. So anytime you publish a book in any way, shape, or form, you're gonna have to promote it. So that's, gonna, that's another skill set that you're gonna have to learn if you really wanna get your book out there. Or you have to have a platform. For example, uh, one of the ways that I sell my books is when I do speeches. When I do speeches and live events, I sell my books there at those events. And so I don't have a traditional publisher because I once I saw that I had to sign a contract for 20 years that I was only going to make 5% off each book, I said, I don't want to do that. I definitely don't want to do that. I'm going to have to think about creating my own platform so that people buy my book from me and that's it. <laughs> so I'm not saying that that's the only right way, and I'm not saying that's the only way I'm ever going to sell my books again, but that's what I've been doing to date, and it's been working pretty well for me. So Amazon is a great place to be. Like I said, though, it's kind of like being in the bookstore, and Amazon has millions of titles, so you can just get lost in the shuffle, But, you know, so always think about that promotional aspect as well. Um, To give you an example about this whole print on demand, and that's not the only way you can do it. You can ship books to their distribution centers, and then they will send them out like that. Or you can get them uploaded through their partner called CreateSpace, and CreateSpace will have you upload the book. They can edit it for you. Um, You can upload your cover and everything, and they will help you distribute the book through Amazon. Now, Amazon is going to charge you a fee for that. For example, a book that has 150 pages, Amazon is going to tell you that their cost is going to be somewhere around $2.50. So you can price the book then, of course, over that so that you actually make a profit. So in that scenario, for the paperback sale of that book, Amazon is going to keep $2.50. And let's say you price the book at $9, then you're going to make six fifty dollars off of it. And so that money, you know, you give them your bank account and that money automatically goes into your bank account each month based on how many books were sold, okay? Um, So that's just an example. And also they will put your book in Kindle form as well. So you can give the, the buyer that option of buying your book on Kindle or as a paperback book. So that was the Amazon option. And now I want to talk to you about the fourth and final option in this episode, that has to do with publishing, and which is what I call the evolution of self-publishing. And that means that you actually write the book, you get it edited by a professional editor, you get it printed out, you get your book cover designed and approve that the way you like it, and then you can either sell it as a hard copy or you can sell it as an ebook form from a platform from which you will actually launch the book and promote it. And so that buyers or potential buyers will go to that platform and they can click on a link that will help them to either pay you right away and download the book or they can give you their information and they can have the book sent to them. Okay. So there's ways to do that too. One of the most popular ways that I use as we speak is called funnels. Okay. So stay tuned to me because I'm going to talk to you about that whole system of selling not just books but anything I mean anything and any kind of knowledge or experience that you have and that's why in the first episode I asked you do you really want to write a book because you could create out of that same content that you have, especially if it's a how-to book or a nonfiction book, you could create video courses or audio courses, or you could do um, take some of that information and make a podcast out of it, like I'm doing right now, you know? And you say, yeah, but you can't sell podcasts." podcast. But it, it really all depends, what, I, like I was saying before in the first episode, why do you want to write the book in the first place? Is it more about getting your message out to the world, or do you want to make a whole lot of money, or do you want to do both? You know what I'm saying? So at any rate, whenever you promote your book, you're still going to have to promote some content of some sort in order for you to get known. And Because otherwise, for example, if I wouldn't do this podcast, you might not even know that I exist. You see what I'm saying? So you're going to have to promote and publish some kind of content anyway that's in line with that book to get people even interested in it. Okay? So to close out this episode, I want to do just a quick recap. So like I said, you can go the traditional publishing route, but that has its pros and cons. You know, you'll have wide distribution if you can get your book in bookstores. However, you're going to make a very small amount of money and you're going to have to promote the book yourself. In addition, they might even tie you into a long-term contract, which will mean that they have the exclusive rights to sell that book, which means you can't sell it on any other platform unless you sell it through them, which means even if you promote it and you do one of those platforms like I was just talking about, you're still only gonna make 5% off of that sale, okay? So that's one option. The other option is self-publishing. And like I said, there's a lot of companies out there that you could look at. Um, The third option is using Amazon. Amazon has its fees, so you're going to have to deal with those, but you know they can simplify your life for you. But at any rate, you're still going to have to promote the book yourself. And then the fourth option is what I call the evolution of self-publishing, which means that you can actually take this whole thing into your hands. What I didn't mention before when I talked about you, know, you writing the book, getting it edited, printing it out, having a platform, all those things are going to cost money. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to sit down and do some calculations because it might cost you three or $4,000 to get, to get all that stuff done. But if you can promote it successfully, that's going to be a, an investment that's going to be well worth it. You see what I'm saying? So the advantage of going to a self-publisher is that they'll take care of all that stuff for you. But the the, the downside is that you're not going to make, make very much on the book when it's sold. The advantage of doing the evolution of self-publishing version, which means you know you have your own platform, all that stuff is going to cost you money. so you're going to be making a, a, a significant investment in your book. The upside of that is you know your earning potential is unlimited depending on how much you really are determined to use that platform and promote that book in the best possible way. So that you can actually get the biggest return on it. Okay, so the, your platform will also en- enable you to, you know, spread the word. It will also enable you to make a lot of money. But it really all depends on you. You're the one who's going to have to do the work. Okay, so I hope this was helpful. So I went through these three episodes with you to th- figure out first and foremost why you would want to write the book. Please make sure that you, you know, you think about that because there's a lot of different ways to use the same content you have that might be more beneficial and fruitful for you and help you to reach a larger number of people uh, rather than just writing a book and just, you know, getting a traditional publisher and just letting it, letting it sit there for years and years and you don't even make any money off of it. You know what I mean? So depend. decide why you want to do this. The second episode was all about the individual steps. Now that's how I do it. And like I said, I've written eight books now in two different languages. And this is what's worked for me. It's a good process. It works. If you need some more thought about that, just go back and listen to that episode. And then on this episode, we talked about publishing. Okay? So I hope that was helpful. Please give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment. Leave a review. And, you know, if this isn't the right information for you then and you know someone who might be able to benefit from this, please send it to them. I would really be appreciative of that, okay? And maybe they will too, okay? So like I always say, stay with me now because I have a lot more things to say.